Hey everyone, it's Tony and Cheryl, and welcome to this Friday afternoon version of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? I'm good. I love how you point the phone at the microphone, but the speakers are in the opposite end. Well, but it works. It does, it works. Yeah. I just get it close. Yeah, so this is a special afternoon edition. I know, because, I don't know, we're supposed to have all this time quarantined at home, but we are so busy with, uh, we're, Tony and I are both working from home, and I don't know, just things with the kids, and... Yesterday, I uh, I had to bring supplies to his mother, so I don't know. We've been busy, so this is the first time we've managed to get ourselves together, and so it's afternoon. Excellent. What is today's topic? Uh, we are going to talk about the Epcot area deluxes. Oh, uh, not... And... And Animal Kingdom area deluxes and Magic Kingdom area deluxes. So what was the proper answer for that question? Uh, we're going to talk about all of the deluxe resorts that are not on the monorail line. Ah, Because okay. that will be our next show. Okay, gotcha. So, which one are we going to start with? Oh, uh, we might as well go with the Animal Kingdom, since I think that's first on your list. No, it's not. I have Beach Club on top, but I can rearrange. Well, it's because I gave you Animal Kingdom uh, to look it over, and then you put it at the bottom of the pile. Okay. All right. I'm good. Animal Kingdom. All right. So, the Animal Kingdom Lodge is uh, actually in the Animal Kingdom Resort area. Picture that. Uh, it is themed after an African wildlife preserve. It opened on April 16th of 2001, so it's just approaching its 19th birthday. Uh, there are just about 1,300 rooms, uh, maybe a couple over, and uh, standard category sleeps up to four with two queen beds or one queen bed and one bunk bed. Uh, a standard room throughout the year is going to run you anywhere from $417 during the low period to $705 during uh, the week between Christmas and New Year's, so uh, it runs the gamut. Uh, but there are a ton of uh, room categories there. There's a standard view that I already mentioned. Then there's a standard view with a king bed that will only sleep two. There's a pool view room, which will sleep four. A pool view room with a bunk bed, that sleeps up to four. A savanna view, which is unique here because they actually have three savannas um, where your room has a window on the savanna and there are actually live animals out there. Um, so the savanna view sleeps up to four with, a queen, with uh, two queen beds. Then there's a Savannah View King Bed, which sleeps up to two. Savannah View Bunk Bed, which sleeps up to four. There's a Savannah View Club Level Access, which sleeps up to four. And this gives you access to the concierge uh, level club, which serves, what, light appetizers, drinks, snacks. And continental breakfast, and continental which to breakfast. me is a big thing. Yeah. Right. Then also on that club level, you have a standard uh, view one-bedroom suite, which sleeps up to six with two queen beds, one queen-size sleeper sofa. Uh, then you have the one-bedroom suite, which sleeps up to six, two queen beds, and one queen sleeper sofa with a view of the savanna. And then you've got the two-bedroom suite which with club-level access that sleeps up to eight with one king bed, two queen beds, and one queen-size sleeper sofa with a view of the savannas. Yeah, those suites are quite pricey. Um, those are definitely not in that price range of the 417 to $705. No, that's why I said that's yeah, the standard exactly. room pricing. And it's... Um, it's worth noting that at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, they also have um, a section that are DVC villas. And these um, suites that we're talking about here, these are not those. They're right. not the, the DVC part. But there, uh, there is a whole other section um, to the Animal Kingdom Lodge that also has other studios uh, and one and two bedroom suites and I think like grand villas. Right. Um, Which you'll hear about on our show right. when we discuss the Vacation Club. Uh, originally, this resort was just known as the Animal Kingdom Lodge. However, when they decided to add a vacation club property to it, uh, the actual Animal Kingdom Lodge is now referred to as Jumbo House, uh, 
Uh, so you have Jumbo House and then Kadani Village is the uh, vacation club. Okay. Um, so for restaurants, which is always uh, at the top of my list of things to learn about, um, they have a they have one. Uh, it would be a, considered a two credit um, restaurant signature there, restaurant. signature restaurant. Thank you. Um, and that's called Jico. Jico uh, means the cooking place. It's located in the Jumbo House and it features African style cooking with influences from the Mediterranean coast, India, and Europe. Uh, they are well known for their collection of South African vintage wines. And I've heard wonderful things about Jico. We have not been, but uh, it's supposed to be fantastic. That's right. And we've not been because we're usually down at Boma Flavors of Africa. Yeah, it's a little more our speed. Which is a buffet meal. Um, and it features African-style cooking uh, from 50 different African countries. Uh, it's made to re- resemble an African marketplace, and the food is prepared in view of the diners. Um, and uh, as far as buffets go, they've got some great flavors, a lot of spices. Uh, they do breakfast, lunch, and dinner there. Um, breakfast is a little atmosphere. just more traditional. There's right. a few items um, at the breakfast that are more African-influenced. You get to try something a little bit different. Um, but I think the dinner is... Uh, where the standouts of the the African flavors are. Um, They have a lot of soups are sort of my favorite there. Uh, They have some interesting, um, I don't know, curry soups and just uh, a couple different ones. So those are always my go-to. And, of course, dessert always has the zebra domes, which uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge is famous for. Right. And then if you just want uh, a quick service, they have uh, the Mara, which offers American and some African food. And then if you're staying there, you have the option to get room service between 6 a.m. and midnight. And again, um, while we are not talking specifically about the DVC area, if you go over to um, Kadani Village, they also have one more restaurant um, named Sanaa. And that's a, uh, a table service. Excellent. Okay. We'll give more detail on that when we talk about the vacation club. Right. Um, on to bars and lounges. Which I think you've been hitting. <laughs> It's it's afternoon. It's okay. I could be drinking. I'm not, but I could be. Um, for bars and lounges, they have a pool bar, which is, uh, I think every resort has that. Theirs is called Utsima Springs Pool Bar. Do you think I said that right? Uzima. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, so that is located on the Jumbo House side of the Animal Kingdom Lodge, um, besides the Uzuma Springs Pool. They have various cocktails, African beers, and wines, and then they also have food available from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m., which it's you know just little quick service type type things. Awesome. And then if you want uh, a real bar and lounge, there's the Cape Town Lounge and Wine Bar, which is near near Jico. Mm-hmm. Um, and the interesting thing here is if you uh, want to eat at Jico, but you don't necessarily want to get a table, you can order the food to be eaten at the bar there. Yeah, it's a nice idea, especially if you don't want to spend what it probably costs to sit down and have a, right. a real meal at Jico. You can maybe try one of their appetizers or something um, and just have a drink. I, I think the... they stole that idea from Chili's. Because well, we go to the bar and eat at Chili's sometimes. Yes, sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like being at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. And then there is the Victoria Falls Lounge, which overlooks Boma. So plenty of opportunity to get your drink on there. Very good. Um, for pools, we already mentioned the Zuma Springs Pool, and that is the only pool at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah, they don't have uh, they don't have a quiet pool. Nope, just no. that one pool. Um, and uh, there's a reason why we have never stayed at the Animal Kingdom Lodge. Do you know what that reason is, Don? Um, Do you know why I'm not a fan of the Animal Kingdom Lodge? Because you're cheap. 
No, that's not why. You oh, Isabel knows she's like she's coming in from afar. You got to get closer to the microphone so that you can say why. It's because their pool smells like flamingo. <laughs> it does. It smells like um, you can smell a lot of the animal smells depending upon how the wind is blowing. And I I don't want to sit by the pool and smell animal poop. Well, then it's a good thing I stayed there once without you. Yeah, I would love to. You know, I would maybe stay there if it was a time of year where I probably wasn't going to be able to use the pool anyway. Okay. But I wouldn't stay there in the summertime. All right. That's just me. Uh, and then as far as transportation goes, uh, you only have uh, the resort buses. And if you want to pay a little extra, you can uh, access Disney's minivan service. Okay. How about if I want some souvenirs or some little snacks? Well, I'd left another th- name for you to pronounce. No. That's no, no. <laughs> We're alternating sections. The Zawindi Marketplace. Well, has you a- said that correctly. It, it is Marketplace. Good okay, job. Okay. Thanks. It has a combination of Disney souvenirs and artist creations, as well as some little um, sundry items, right? And, and, and beer, little snacks, wine, yeah. snacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for other amenities, we've got uh, the Hakuna Matata Playground, Pumbaa's Fun and Games Arcade, the Zahanti Fitness Center. Uh, you can feed flamingos at the Flamingo Pond. There's animal tracking at Arusha Rock. There's the music of the Savannah in the Lounge. Wildlife games in the lounge, African games and crafts on the pool deck, cultural safari in the Sunset Lounge, animal viewing with night vision goggles from the the deck. Uh, There's an adventure camp for children from ages 6 to 14 that includes ostrich egg painting, a private lodge tour, and lunch overlooking the savannah. Uh, There is cookie decorating. And then at at Arusha Rock, there is a nightly African storytelling next to Ogun's fire pit uh, in inclement weather that's held inside. And then unique uh, to guests who are staying at the Animal Kingdom Lodge, you can take place in the Wanyama Safari, uh, which is a recreation of an afternoon game drive, and you get to go out with the Animal Progress teams, and then afterwards you have dinner at Jico. Do you shoot at animals? Because that's usually what a game drive is, isn't it? No, a, a game drive is driving through the game, the game preserve. Oh, okay. Yes, well, you, usually, you shoot at animals well, and, then, and then you, you, don't. you mount them. But I mean, don't you usually refer to animals you're hunting as game? Yes. Game is just another term for, for animals, animals you hunt. No. I think so. I don't. Okay. Anyway, um, it is important to note with these um, additional amenities that Tony mentioned, many, I'd say maybe two-thirds of those, have an additional charge. Yes. Okay. All right. And then some notes there. Uh, this the rooms follow the crawl African village design, which is a semicircle concept, and it offers a view of close to 100 grazing animals and 130 birds on the property. Uh, the three savannas that I mentioned earlier include uh, Anacoli cattle, Bongo, Blesbok, Eland, Grant's zebra, Greater Kudu, Impala, reticulated giraffe, which is a lot better than the non-reticulated giraffe, uh, Thompson's gazelle, waterbuck, Red River hogs, and white-bearded wildebeest. And the Animal Kingdom Lodge itself is a home to the world's largest collection of African art outside the continent of Africa. Very nice. So now we're going to move on to our next resort, which is the Wilderness Lodge. This one is a little bit more um, up my up my alley. I love the Wilderness Lodge. I love the uh, the big fireplace in the lobby. Uh, you want to give some background on? Well, amazingly, it has the same big fireplace and same design that they have in Animal Kingdom Lodge because they were actually done by the same architectural group. 
Um, the Wilderness Lodge opened on May 28th of 1994, so it's just over 25 years old. It has a theme of the Pacific Northwest slash National Park Service Rustic. It is in the Magic Kingdom Resort area, and it has just about 730 rooms. Uh, the standard room, which sleeps up to four with two queen beds, uh, is going to run you between 406 during the low period to $760 during the uh, week between Christmas and New Year's. Uh, additional categories in this resort, we have the Nature View, which sleeps up to four in two queen beds or one king bed. Uh, the Courtyard View, which sleeps up to four with two queen beds and uh, views of the Courtyard Pool, Waterfall, or Bay Lake. Then there's the Courtyard View King Bed, which sleeps up to two in the aforementioned king bed. There's a Nature View Bunk Bed, which sleeps up to four with one queen bed and one bunk bed. There's a Courtyard View Bunk Bed, which is one queen bed and one bunk bed. There's a standard room club level, which is one queen bed and one bunk bed or two queen beds with access to the uh, concierge lounge. And then there is the deluxe room with club level access, which sleeps up to six with two queen beds and one queen sized sleeper sofa. This room is slightly larger than a standard room. Um, so that is uh, what you have there for room categories. Okay. And for restaurants, their signature dining there is Artist Point. Um, I believe... Artist Point now features the character. The Snow White meal. Mm -hmm. Do they have any other dining there? No. That's it, huh? Artist Point used to, I used to really like Artist Point as a, a regular signature yeah. um, meal. Dinner, yep. There's also Whispering Canyon Cafe, which is out toward their lobby. Uh, if you go into the Wilderness Lodge, you will hear some of the antics going on coming from the Wilderness, uh, from the Whispering Canyon Cafe. That's right. It is a raucous good time there. Mm -hmm. That is also table service. That would be a one table service credit. Um, and then for your grab and go, um, you have Roaring Fork, which is a small counter service um, location. All right. And then room service available from 6 a.m. to midnight. Uh, for bars and lounges, you have the Geyser Point Bar and Grill, which is uh, out by the pool. And you have the Territory Lounge, which is inside. Okay. They have two pools at the Wilderness Lodge. They have the Copper Creek Springs Pool. Is that their main pool? That's their main pool. Okay. And then they have the Boulder Ridge Cove Pool, which is uh, a smaller, quiet pool. Yeah, and that is actually, that Boulder Ridge Cove Pool is actually part of the DVC property but it's close enough because, of course, Deluxe Resort has another actual two DVC properties attached to this one. Right. Um, but you're allowed to utilize that that quiet pool. Now, the two DVCs that are attached to the Wilderness Lodge, um, although they have that quiet pool, um, there there are no additional restaurants or dining Correct. as a part of that. Correct. All right. Uh, for transportation options, you have the bus and minivan, as you do at all of the other resorts. And... You have uh, the water taxi, which will take you over to the Magic Kingdom. That's a nice option. It is. Um, you can even take that if, if you want to do Epcot. You could always take the water taxi over to the Magic Kingdom and then take the monorail over to the to Ticket Transportation Epcot. Center. And right. then, yeah, that, that's might as well just jump on the bus. You, but you don't have to. You don't have to, no. Sheesh. Um, for shops, they have the Wilderness Lodge Mercantile, which is actually a rather large shop in the lobby of the Wilderness Lodge. Um, they feature the standard um, souvenirs as well as some sundries um, and wine and beer, some little um, snack type items, milk, all, all those sorts of things that you might want to have, uh, as well as some merchandise that is specifically themed to the Wilderness Lodge. Excellent. 
And then as far as additional amenities go, there's the Button and Bells Arcade, the Sturdy Branches Health Club. They offer bike rentals as well as a marina, which offers watercraft for rental, uh, as well as private cruises and fishing excursions. They have uh, campfire activities uh, where they'll do s'mores and stuff, of course, at a cost. And outdoor movies. The movies are free, however. And they offer a jogging trail. Uh, and I know there's a trail that goes over to the Fort Wilderness Campground, which we discussed in our moderate show. Uh, some notes on the building. The, the main building was modeled after the Old Faithful Inn in Yellowstone National Park. The resort itself has eight floors of lodgepole pine imported from Oregon, as well as a 55-foot, uh, as well as 55-foot authentic totem poles with an 82-foot fireplace, which represent the colorful rock strata in the Grand Canyon. There's an artificial geyser and hot springs on the resort grounds, and then, uh, as Cheryl mentioned, there are two DVC properties: uh, Boulder Ridge Villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge, which opened in 2000. Uh, they were originally called the Villas at Disney's Wilderness Lodge. And then in 2017, they opened up Copper Creek Villas and Cabins. Nice. So two properties we'll talk about in a future show. All right. Now what? Now the Beach Club. Oh, everyone loves the Beach Club. The Beach Club uh, and its sister resort, the Yacht Club, who we're going to talk about today, are both in the Epcot Resort area. Uh, The Beach Club Resort opened on November 19th of 1990, so approaching 30 years old. Uh, It's themed after a Newport Beach cottage. Uh, The standard view room here sleeps up to five, uh, and that is with two queen beds and one day bed or two queen beds or one king bed and one day bed. Um, And its standard room here is going to cost you between $487 and $846 during the holiday period. Uh, The garden or woods view sleeps up to five. Once again, same configuration as the standard view. Uh, Water view sleeps up to five, same bed combinations. Uh, The deluxe room sleeps up to six with two queen beds and one queen-size sleeper sofa. Uh, And that has views of Stormalong Bay or Crescent Lake or the quiet pool. Uh, Standard view club level is going to sleep up to four. um, And that gets you access to the concierge lounge. Garden view club level sleeps up to four. Once again, access to the lounge. Water view club level sleeps up to four with lounge access. Then they have the one bedroom suite, which sleeps up to four in one king bed and one queen size queen size sleeper sofa. And then the two bedroom suite with club access that sleeps up to seven with two queen beds and one king bed and one day bed. Nice. That's a lot of room options. I know. Um, and then for restaurants, they have some good ones over at the Beach Club. Um, they're, they don't have, let's see, they do not have a signature dining at the Beach Club they itself. Um, they have a buffet there, though, and that's the Cape May Cafe. So that would be one table service credit. Um, in the morning, it's uh, just a typical breakfast fare with, uh, with characters. And in the evening for dinner, you also will have characters, but they do um, a clam bake style um, well, the food is clam bake. Do they rotate still? Because they used to do like Monday was a cl- Monday Thursday was a clam bake and Friday was lobster. I don't know. And- it features heavily with fish though yeah. in the evening. Yeah. I mean, obviously they have other options, but if you don't like fish, the smell of fish is pretty strong in the evenings for dinner. So if you don't like fish, it's probably not for you. Um, their casual dining is Beaches and Cream Soda Shop. Um, that is a very popular choice. Uh, They serve American type food, hamburgers and hot dogs and and that kind of thing with fries, onion rings. Um, And then they're well known, obviously, for their ice cream since it's a cream soda shop. Um, 
if you want to eat here, you will probably need to make um, some sort of dining reservations. It's not the type of place that you can just pop in, unfortunately. Not like the old days. No. And for their counter service, there's the Beach Club Marketplace. Um, it's a convenience store that serves sandwiches, salads, gelato, and other quick service items. And then that's also considered their um, their shop. All right. What do we, so, And then for lounges... Over there, they have the Martha's Vineyard Lounge and Hurricane Hannah's Poolside Bar and Grill. Uh, Hurricane Hurricane Hannah's serves both the beach club and the yacht club at their shared pool. Awesome. And then as far as the pools go, once again, this is a shared pool area between both the yacht club and beach club resorts. Uh, Stormalong Bay is a three-acre pool complex that is like a beachside water park. It has sand bottom pools, a circular lazy river, a waterfall, and the shipwreck, which is a large replica of a shipwreck with one of the highest water slide, resort water slides at Walt Disney World. Um, the Stormalong Bay Pool Complex offers a poolside counter service restaurant and bar, has a shallow, shallow area for children with an elevated tanning deck. Um, so it faces Crescent Lake, and it's probably, in my consideration, the best pool on property. It also has a lazy river. That's why I said it had a circular lazy river. Oh, that was my favorite part. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because you like rivers or you're I lazy? Like both. Yes. Yeah. All right. And then there is uh, Dunes Cove, which is a quiet pool, um, which actually has a few barbecue grills with it. And then the Beach Club has their own quiet pool called the Tidal Pool with a jacuzzi and is located on the far end of the resort facing Crescent Lake in the garden area. Okay. Um, some additional amenities, the Shipshape Health Club, the Lafferty Place Arcade, uh, a marina, which offers a variety of watercraft available for rental, including private cruises and fishing excursions, the Sandcastle Club, um, for childcare, the Shipwreck Beach, uh, which offers lakeside uh, white sand beach on Crescent Lake. They have different activities held there, um, including movie nights and campfire sing-alongs. They have a volleyball court. They offer a pirate adventure cruise, of course, at an additional fee. Um, And then there's also tennis and volleyball. That's right. Uh, As far as transportation options from here, you have the the buses and minivans. And you have water taxis uh, from Disney's Hollywood or to Disney's Hollywood Studio and Epcot. Uh, You can also, through a short walk over to the International Gateway, utilize the Disney Skyway system, which is their new gondola transportation system. You can also walk to the International Gateway to just get into Epcot. Or you can walk to Hollywood Studios as well. Yep. Um, Notes about this, the Yacht and Beach Club actually has a convention center. It's uh, located between the two resorts with over 73,000 square feet of meeting spaces, has two large ballrooms and 21 breakout rooms. Uh, Primary access there is from the Yacht Club via a covered walkway. Uh, How to tell what buildings are Beach Club and what buildings are Yacht Club. Uh, the beach club is light blue um, with the gray siding uh, from the gray siding with red and white. And then, the, sorry, uh, the blue is the Yacht and Beach Club. Gray siding is the Yacht Club. So slight difference in color there, unless you're colorblind, in which case you're not going to know. And then as far as a shop at the beach club, you have the beach club marketplace, which also does quick service, but it has sundry items and souvenirs as well. Yes. Very small. All right, let's move on to the Yacht Club. And then that brings us to the Yacht Club, which uh, opened also in November of 1990. Uh, There are 621 rooms there. Uh, Same bed configurations. We've got a standard view. It sleeps up to five. Uh, Once again, room cost, 487 to 846, same as the Beach Club. 
Uh, then you've got a Gardner Woods view, which sleeps up to five, Water view, which sleeps up to five, uh, Standard view club level, which sleeps up to four with access uh, to the concierge club, Garden view club level sleeps up to four, Water club, Water view club level sleeps up to four, and then there's a two bedroom suite with club level access that sleeps up to six, two king beds, one queen size sleeper sofa. All right. Um, for pools, they share the Stormalong Bay pool, which we just went over. And then they have a quiet pool called the Admiral Pool, which is located on the far end of the resort in a garden area. Transportation options are the same as what we just uh, went over for the Beach Club. There's walking to Hollywood Studios in Epcot. There's water taxis to Hollywood Studios in Epcot. Um, there's buses to the other resorts. And um, you can also take the Skyliner from the International Gateway uh, at Epcot. And then there's always the option of paying to use a minivan. Um, some additional amenities here. Uh, actually, I think we should talk about, let's talk about their restaurants. Okay. So at the Yacht Club, they have the Yachtsman Steakhouse, which is signature dining. Um, obviously, it's a steakhouse, so we can guess what they offer as far as food there. Um, for lounges, they have the Ale and Compass Lounge, um, as well as the Cruise Cup Lounge. Um, and then also dining, I'm sorry, is the uh, Ale and Compass itself, which is located right in the Yacht Club um, lobby. Thank you, lobby. And that's more, that's a, um, a single dining credit, um, but it is a sit down restaurant. Um, Interesting are, in that they have a buffet and table service. Yeah, for their it's breakfast kind of anyway. I'm not sure how it works for their dinner, but yeah, for their breakfast, you have a choice of, they have like a continental breakfast buffet. So you can choose just that, or you can choose um, that along with a uh, ordering from uh, the regular menu, or you can choose just the regular menu. So you have a few options when you go there. Um, and then they have, um, for quick service, it's called um, the Market at Ailing Compass. They have a few different offerings. They have a Coke Freestyle in there. Um, and that's also their shop is uh, the market at Ale and Compass, and that's you know, right next door to the quick service. And the funny thing is the market at Ale and Compass is not at Ale and Compass. You actually have to yeah, walk across, across the, the lobby. lobby and go to the other it's side a little of the weird. building. So. And then for additional amenities, they're, um, they're shared with the, um, with the Beach Club. So the Lafferty Place Arcade, the Ship Shape Health Club, uh, the Bayside Marina, um, and Shipwreck Beach. Those are all... Um, those are all shared amenities. Excellent. Yep. So that's a look at the non-monorail uh, deluxe level resort. Uh, hope everybody has a great weekend. And next Tuesday, we will be covering the deluxe monorail resorts. So until next time, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.